News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. And then there were two. Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss are set to face off in a campaign spanning six weeks as they vie to become the next Prime Minister. And Lauren McEvitt is a former Conservative Government Special Advisor and she joins us now to give us details. This was always the likeliest outcome, Lauren, wasn't it? Well, yes, you'll remember I, I came on your show about, I think, about four weeks ago, three weeks ago now, and I said that my, I didn't have a bet on who would actually be the out, the final winner, but that as a, you know, as a betting woman, I would say that the final two would be would be Truss and Sunak. Um, so I'm not surprised by the final outcome of getting us to this phase. Um, I think that Penny Mordaunt had a relatively good showing during the campaign, but she also made some pretty, pretty big errors. Um, particularly on the last day where she said that, uh, you know, MPs who voted for Rishi or, or, or Liz um, were murdering the party that they knew and loved. Um, and so, you know, I think she'll probably be back at some point um, in, in, in a race like this. But yeah, the final two, I'm, I'm not surprised by the outcome. Are, are, does it boil down to the right wing and the not quite so right wing uh, of the party now up against each other? Not really, actually, because what you see is two quite right-wing people in certain areas and two quite left-wing people in certain areas. So Rishi, I would say, is probably what we would consider to be more centrist on things like the European Union. Yes. He's not quite as much of a Brexiteer as Liz Truss is. Um, having said that, Liz Truss is probably more to the left economically than Rishi is. You know, she's the one who's talking about um, the need for uh, raising long-term debt in addition to government um, taxation cuts, uh, whereas Rishi is not a fan of, of, of long-term debt uh, in balancing um, against hedrum usage. So they are both in their ways quite left-wing and both in their ways quite right-wing. And, you know, I think it's worth remembering that it's at, at one point in her career, Liz Truss was a Liberal Democrat. Yes. Um, so they've, they've all been on journeys is, is the point I'm trying to make here. Uh, uh, and when you look at those two issues, sort of the, the, the hardline Brexit issue or, or the, um, the economy, uh, the economy stupid has always been told, we've always been told that that's what, what actually, you know, changes people's views in, in elections. But which of those do you think is maybe more emotive for the Tory party? Which of those will become more important? Well, the economy stupid in relation to elections really, uh, really refers to, you know, national elections for government. This is an internal election. This is, you know, this is the, the equivalent of a closed group of individuals electing the chairman of a golf club. You know, th- this is an internal election where the stakes are a bit different. And, you know, this is very much a case of uh, campaigning in poetry and needing to govern in prose. So what I'm going to find very interesting to watch over the next couple of weeks is how both candidates rationalise the need for rhetoric with the Conservative Party and the need to actually govern with leaders of European nations who are our neighbours, the need to govern in relation to very, very hard economic circumstances coming down the tracks. And, you know, they have... They have the luxury of campaigning in the summer where people are feeling the pinch of 9.4% yeah. inflation, but they aren't feeling the pinch of having to put their heating on yet. Um, you know, this is something where my hope is that people pressure them into talking about the economy. And my fear is that people pressure them into talking about emotive issues only. OK. And lastly, with the membership, is currently Liz Truss ahead a little bit in terms of popularity? I think it's actually quite hard to know because our membership lists are not public and therefore no polling can actually accurately be done of them um, because basically you're relying upon somebody self-reporting to be a conservative when a pollster calls them and that might not actually necessarily be the case. We also have an interesting electoral system this time around. Um, 
mostly benefiting from the fact that we centralized our databases in, in central office over the course of the last three years. But this time around, you actually get two votes, um, not two votes counting twice, but if you vote by post and you change your mind, you can vote online and it's only your last arrived ballot that will count. So people have the opportunity to change their minds here. So it's going to be very difficult to tell one way or the other which way this is going until the final, final ballot is cast. A nail-biting finish. Look, thank you for that. Indeed, that is Lauren McEvitt, their former Conservative government special advisor. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.